ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Welcome to Bright. All right, welcome to Fright Central. I'm back again with Keck. I'm Doc. Uh, how you doing, Keck? Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, all right, we're uh, gonna do uh, Man in High Castle today. Uh, oh yeah. Since we yeah. both oh, just yeah. finished that, I wouldn't really call this uh, horror. It's more uh, hard sci-fi, if anything. But, what? Uh, no, this de- this definitely this is definitely like this was basically like. The horror scenario for fucking America in the late 1930s to early and mid 1940s. So this this scenario was definitely yeah, it's <laughs> not, but it's not as like extreme horror. It's not straight up horror. It's horror adjacent, I would say. The idea is very hard. Yeah. We'll talk more about yeah. that when we get into it. But anyway, like so, you were saying, you know, horror sci-fi. It's horror sci-fi, horror, horror adjacent. It's not straight up horror like Haunting of Hill House. You know what I mean, like, but uh, or or even Castle Rock. Like that's more horror. But uh, anyway, um, so basically, the Man in High Castle is a alternate universe where the uh, and night was 1945. It takes place, or is it later on? I can't remember. Well, 1945 was the decisive battle, which ended war. Well, uh, excuse me, a series of decisive battles. So I think 1945 would have been the turning point. Yeah. You know, because that was like you know victory in Europe. So it would have been victory for europe yeah yes <laughs> you know so it's it basically germany and, and nazi germany and japan won the war uh with the years 1962 i just found it uh and um so the country the united states is split up with uh japan having most of the west coast and uh the east coast is uh run by nazi germany and there's like a middle part in the center which is like the neutral zone that runs from what uh, Colorado all the way down through Mexico, I believe. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I you have to. I I look at the man in the high castle this way, and this is what I've described to people when they've asked me, like, "Oh, what is that about? How is that?" And I see the man in the high castle as being like I was talking about the '40s generation. It's the what if question. Yes. You know, what if we fucked up? Because, you know, I'm not going to get into detailed history. Stop me if I sidebar too hardcore. But, like, you know, that war was a lot more, like, afterwards. Like, after researching it, you know, decades fucking later, we found out that the war was a lot closer than it actually looked at, mainly because, and they talk about this in Man in the High Castle, the Germans were so close on having practical nuclear weapons. If the Germans had gotten them and put them into the field before the Allies did, it could very well 
have been the United States that was giving its unconditional surrender to Germany after DC took, you know, after Nazi Germany took out like, you know, New York and Washington, like we did Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They actually show that in the show. They show uh, DC getting nuked. Yes, yes. So, you know, when I think of Man the High Castle, it's sort of like the what if scenario. Like, what if, like, one year had not gone as well for us as it did for the Germans and the war just you know got out of control this would be what <laughs> yeah yeah basically you know uh, fucking uh, the access powers win the Reich takes uh, eastern uh, United States the Japanese uh, empire takes the western United States and then like you said the middle of the country, I'm not sure exactly where the barriers are, but the middle of the country is kind of like a neutral zone that doesn't have any kind of like central government. They don't really have like any really recognized laws. And it's an area where the Germans and the Japanese can kind of enter into their own entanglements without pissing off the other side because it's considered like a neutral zone where you know there's no infringements yeah i just think the only part that they even uh go to in the neutral zone was was, uh was denver wasn't it were they in colorado i think that was the only part they even uh i i think so i think it was in the state of Colorado. i don't know if it was all in denver i think there might have been minnesota I feel like she met a woman from Minnesota, like on oh, the maybe. bus. One of the characters was in there, but yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. Yeah, they showed Colorado, and it was like very lawless, and you know, they kind of have like their own like militia that just does whatever. Yeah. So uh, then, basically, the uh, the first season and uh, the the whole story is is basically is is that on top of the uh, main character stumbles upon this film where the where we won the war and then uh, and then she kind of uh, the mystery unravels of like wait where did this film come from uh and like how like who's getting it and then there's like other films that are showing how other did she get the film in the beginning what we're describing is uh what starts to take place uh very early on in the first season um like we said uh the japanese and the germans uh have divided the united states together and one of the characters receives a film eight millimeter film she receives it from her sister yes right before right. her sister is shot by the Kum- the kumeta i'm not sure it's it's basically it's basically the uh, um the japanese's uh like governing military force it's their it's their presence within the united states it's called like the kumeta or something like yeah, I that don't, i the, don't remember the Season you know, one, uh, season one's been so police. long ago now, <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, yeah, it's it's basically whatever. It's basically Japanese mil- the name of Japanese's military presence on the U.S. mainland. Yeah, I, it's I, uh, like Inspector it, uh, Kita. I don't know. It's like the Akumatai or something like that. But um, yeah. what should we call? Yes, yeah, she gives her sister. Um, a an eight millimeter film, and then her sister is gunned down in front of her eyes. It's like very fucking traumatic and shit. And she goes home and watches this film, and it's basically a film 
that any of us would have seen in history uh, in high school or even elementary, where, you know, it just shows depictions of the Reich falling, the Allies prevailing, the Russians prevailing, and, you know, natural history. But to them, it was like, what the fuck is this? The Nazis won the war. What the fuck are we looking at here? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, then it basically that's, that's uh, about that's a good description. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then it kind of over the over the four season, it kind of unravels that there's multiple uh, multiple worlds, multiple dimensions, and like some people can travel through these worlds just by meditating, and uh, and of course the Nazis are trying to build a machine in in uh, in the mountains. Are they in the first season? Are the Nazis trying to build a machine in the first season? Oh, I don't know. I was just saying over... Is the concept of parallel dimensions not actually, like, fully distinguish themselves until the second season? Well, I know the one had... I'm asking the one had a trade minister... I guess we should. Yeah, the one had trade minister from uh, Japan. I know he... uh, kind of travels between the worlds in the first season so he definitely knows about he does and so and so does um i think there's another character that does so the same in the first season but they don't really the japanese guy um the japanese trade minister i can't remember the actor's name he's a really good actor yeah yeah. Uh, you guys know him from a bunch of stuff like um that uh what was that rising sun with sean connery and wesley snipes he was like the fucking dude that uh they were after the entire time he was um not that i've watched any of these but i've heard he was on all the <laughs> yeah. tekken movies <laughs> sure. but, not uh, that i would know anything about no that, i was just but, i was uh, just saying uh that over the four seasons it develops that there's multiple worlds in the german and the nazis yeah. start uh building a, a time machine in the mountains i was just saying that yeah, over the what i was seasons. getting that was in the first season um the there's like you know a man who's going back and forth through multiple dimensions yeah and they don't really explain it in the first season no, no. the guy just kind of seems like he's like sort of on an acid trip he's like is this actually happening or am I just fucking losing my mind? Yeah, because, is it a you know, dream? Or... dimensions are crazy, yeah, right? Yeah, is it a dream? Is it a memory? Like, is, yeah. is it something else? Yeah, so yeah, they don't really go into it until, until like, the second season. So but, almost uh, like, sort of like a Matrix scenario yeah, he's yeah. got going on there. Like, what is really going on? Like, shit, I might just be losing my mind. Yeah. But, uh... And then it, it kind of follows like a couple me the one uh, the one girl who finds the uh, the film or gets the film from her sister uh, Juliana Crane Juliana Crane oh, Juliana Crane that's it. Uh, I'm not sure what the actress's name is. I don't really know many of the actors and actresses from this uh, television show, minus like one or two. I've yeah. not seen them in anything else. So the cast is a kind of like a large cast of unknowns. And, you know, they put a lot of, obviously, they put a lot of money in the project because it really, you know, it looks really good. And uh, I, I really liked where it was filmed and everything. I mean, everything looked really good. Like, the sets were really good. So they put a lot of money into the project. But I don't know many of the uh, names of the actors. No, neither do I. But you were, you were talking about Juliana Crane. Yeah, it follows 
uh, her story, and it also follows the uh, trade minister uh, guy, and then it follow uh, from the Japan uh, in San Francisco mostly, and then it follows uh, New York uh, Joe Smith, who was this uh, American uh, military guy who, to pretty much save his family and everything yeah, decided was, to I, I think his rank was uh uh first lieutenant yeah decides and, to in the, in the american army and then he of course shifted sides to you know the nazis because yeah. that's pretty much like what you had to do and yeah. i think his rank i think he then got promoted but uh his corresponding rank was obergottenfuhrer yeah. smith yeah, and then he. So yeah. that's 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 the the counter rank he has. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's cool though. The parallels it draws. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and you don't really find <laughs> out like his his military like why he ended up joining until later on, and um, but uh, yeah, so it kind of follows those three main characters. So there's a bunch of side characters and stuff like that. You but, didn't uh, just kind of assume that he signed on to you know fight with uh the reich because of like you didn't just automatically assume that's like what you would do if you were like a military man uh, and like your country got like on con- like you know it was an unconditional surrender they took out washington america and it was no longer like at that point and this is like what hitler wanted to do at that point it wasn't they weren't going to be called the germans anymore it was the nazi party and the only thing there was is the reich yeah so like rather referring to germans at that point it was just the reich the reich had taken europe had taken america yeah so didn't you just kind of assume that like our top military people would well the japanese they would have all committed suicide um but that's not in our culture really so i I thought he had joined what would you have done you would have either fled or you would have to go with the new regime that was coming i I probably would have fled but uh the i feel like he joined i I kind of assumed he joined because he like really felt them you know what i mean like i thought he was just like you know he felt the Nazi like yeah 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 like they, they he actually says that in um the fourth season yeah and uh if you care about spoilers you shouldn't be listening to this yeah. um but in the fourth season there I, I, I personally I uh, I, I will get into it a little more I was not a fan of the final season yeah. for various reasons but there's a part where after the bomb goes off, you know, they're all, like, waiting in, like, someone's house or, like, in a, like, a secure bunker or something like that. And they're listening to the news, uh, you know, the Reich's propaganda and shit like that. And the other guys are discussing whether they should join or flee or, you know, go out martyrs and be shot or, you know, join up. And, like, the one guy who is, like, you know, the main American Nazi in the uh in the show he says like he he says something like no no what they have is working what they have is working and then he says you see that bomb can you imagine the amount of will 
it would take to build a weapon like that. So like he was feeling Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> like he might he might have been like a um a fucking captain in the fucking Royal Navy or fucking, you know, like a United States Marine, but like deep in his heart he was a fucking man of the right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like That's how I the saw triumph it. Of the will, like that he felt that inside he just didn't know it yet <laughs> yeah and his uh his other buddy that ended up joining with him and uh was ranked underneath him you could tell he didn't feel it as much but he was kind of almost he joined out of fear uh yeah for the right that, that's what i was trying to get at you did yeah. I, well, I was trying to ask you the question if you are a military man your country gets defeated I mean, wouldn't you pretty much, like, surrender in fear? Like, either that or flee and, like, mount, like, a partisan guerrilla resistance. But, like, you said it was 1962, right? Yeah. When the show took place. Yeah. So, I was incorrect. Obviously, it was sometime in the 1940s when America fell. But I guess since then, it's been, what, uh, a little over a decade yeah. since America. And that's important for, like, anybody that's, like, you know, uh, curious about the series. Like, I didn't realize that. It's been, like, about 15 years since the Reich came to power. So America has been under Nazi control for more than a decade. So it's not like just rising from the rubble. Like, yeah, there were nuclear weapons used on the United States, but this is what America would look like about, what, 15, 16 Yeah, something years like that. Yeah, they were after... already, like, established in these places. It wasn't yeah, them setting yeah, up. It was exactly. like they were established. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, it's not like, yeah, they're not just, like, showing up. I mean, they do gun down the Statue of Liberty and, like, you know, instead, like, have, like, these great, like, Aryan golden calves. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's actually his his uh, his son uh, who, yeah, this is where, this is where I had some problems uh, later on. I mean, we're going to get into that, but, like, um, where it's, like, his son has some, like, disease, but it's, like, very manageable and, like, it's not really curable. It was, like, but it was, like, a manageable fucking thing that yeah, you can live it with was, um it was a well here's the thing um it was a genetic disorder yes it was yeah. a genetic seizure disorder and it was chronic and at the time um if you had that at the time it was some kind of epilepsy but it was neurological yeah so at the time when his son was diagnosed as having like you know this uh chronic uh genetic like abnormality that was going to plague him for most of his life um at that time i don't think they really had a cure for it no there were treatments that could have like slowed its progress but yeah after like um i think they said like he wouldn't really be too fucked up for like 10 years yeah it was like a so manageable thing still, that they could have handled but yeah. because the and reich as, was so as medicine improved yeah. there would have been like ways to even go further than that but yeah as yeah. a member of the reich they were all about pure purity and and, and, yeah. and stuff so he was forced to pretty much you know uh either flee or kill himself and 
he took the he took the route to to sacrifice himself as they called it and then the uh the reich built up this huge thing they were oh we're gonna use him as a poster boy for like being a generation yeah pure pure german or pure nazi or whatever so they made a statue out of him and uh and his mom and his of course his mom was you know like what the fuck and like he kind of felt that as well like I didn't want to lose my son, but like at the same time, he was like so full of the Reich, and like that's when you kind of thought he was going to start turning and start plotting against the Reich, but then like he doesn't, and it's just like. Oh, you're, but... So you're saying because like of what happened to John Smith's son, um, you think that that influenced like his like behavior towards like uh, national policy. I definitely think it influenced the mother to start questioning what the the Reich was all about because you know they're definitely um, secluded from all the terrible shit that the Reich was doing. Well, so people understand though, his uh, John Smith, the Nazi, uh, well, we'll just say uh, Nazi captain. I'm not yeah, keep yeah. Pronouncing it'll just be more confusing. But his son, his name was Thomas. And um, I guess you have to kind of understand what Thomas did. He found out that he had a genetic disorder, a seizure disorder, something that was sending him into epileptic fit, something that, that would him hurt his family. And the Reich had set up a protocol for this. If you were a true Aryan, you know, a member of the master race, and you found uh, one of your fellows to not be of that race to not be pure you were told to report that person and if you yourself were found that you were not pure you were told to report yourself yeah (laughs) you know and that's what thomas did he knew that he was going to be exterminated but he had been so badly indoctrinated with their propaganda that he believed like yo like I'm just not pure. Like, I'm going to, you know, report this immediately. And doctors came up and they took him to wherever. And I guess, you know, uh, I I think, you know, they euthanized him. You know, like you would do a pet. You know, they basically put him down. It's interesting because the doctor that does it is Dr. Mangalin. And uh, anybody that's a uh, student of history will know that it was the doctor of Auschwitz. And, you know, he was the one that did all the experiments. They called him Dr. Death. He's the one that did all the experiments, his personal fucking experiments on the Jews and gypsies and homosexuals and whatnot. And uh, he's the one that puts down his son, Thomas. So I kind of thought that was a cool twist. I don't think that comes in until the second season. But, yeah, yeah, that's what – well, actually, Thomas doesn't uh, sacrifice himself. Until, Until the end of the second season, so the we're end not second, really. Yeah. Yeah, we're drifting around. A oh yeah, I'm bit. jumping around because I, I I don't remember the earlier <laughs> seasons that much. Though. I mean, the fourth <laughs> season is the freshest on my mind, so I'm just gonna yeah. talk about that basically. But uh, uh, just sticking with John Smith, yeah. I, um, I mean, we'll go back into the other characters and stuff, but like he, yeah, he uh, he well, works I think as. You're, I think you're right in what you said, though. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, he that, works like that. I th- yeah, I thought that was going to be the turning point in, like, uh, yeah, so he works his way up to the ranks, so he becomes, like, basically number two 
uh, below like Himmler anyway, and he basically becomes number one yeah. in the United States itself. Yeah, so he's he like becomes something called Reich Marshal of yeah. North America. Yeah. So basically, what that title uh, infers is that you are basically. Um, you know, uh, at when uh, you know the Nazi Party took over, and when they took Europe, and you know took most of the globe, uh, their territories, they would denote like a president for each nation state that they captured. Yes. But you know, the North America, they basically just said, you know, you have the North American continent. Yeah. <laughs> like that is your domain. Like we will simply, you know, you know, you're basically our liaison to the working of the American Reich. Yes. So, so yeah, he he had gotten the intense promoted yeah so then he uh ends up uh <coughs> finding out about the um the work that they're doing to build the the um machine to to enter into another world and when he uh he does go into the uh the other world and um doesn't he like kill himself in the other? No. How some... did they find that? Well, first off, how, how did we establish? How did the Germans? How did the Nazi Party? Well, how um, did they find out about other worlds? Wasn't Hitler one of the main, uh, the one of the yes. man, men in High Castle? He had a uh, he had a shit ton of films. Yes. Adolf Hitler basically became obsessed with the films that. That's what the the. Oh, you broke up. Uh, we'll go, we'll give it a second. I'm sure you'll come back. Yeah. As propaganda, people call American propaganda. Yeah, you, fr tech, you froze. With watching this. You 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 froze for a second. Can you repeat what, what you just said? I was um, saying that uh, the uh, films were basically being scattered throughout uh, America by the man called the Man in the High Castle. He's the gentleman that was producing the films, and they were being distributed uh, as like you know anti anti Nazi propaganda, American propaganda. But the Führer Adolf Hitler, he was absolutely obsessed with watching these films these films that depicted his country, you know, emphatically losing the war. And uh, he, he just became obsessed with watching these. So the Fuhrer basically tasked John Smith and like the other high ranking Nazis in America to basically go and hunt down these films. Like, yes. I think that was John Smith's like one of his like main duties as Reichsmarschall was to basically go out and find these films and then bring them back to Hitler. Yeah. However, Hitler died. Yeah. yeah spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, I don't even think he, I don't even think he knew uh, John Smith. And he just knew that that was like propaganda films. I don't even think he knew about that the fact they were parallel worlds till later on. But uh, I just want yeah, to I just no, want to that, continue. That's what I'm saying I'm trying to like establish when other people like the nazis start finding out about yeah. the other world yeah I, I just want and, to keep on trust the john smith yeah. story for a second because we'll go into the other characters but uh yeah he discovers this other world he sends like operatives through to like you know keep an eye on his family and this is like after his son had already died and he realizes that his son's still alive in, the, in this other world that they can cross over to and and his wife is but he doesn't have two daughters in this other world 
and then at one point when the other guy is following him, he uh, he kills uh, the other John Smith in that world. So, because uh, apparently, you if you exist in both worlds, you can't cross over. Like it won't allow you to. So, like that's why only certain yeah, people it's, can. Yeah, uh, it's it's one of like Newton's theories. Like two two uh, two identical forms of mass cannot like um, occupy the same space. So, so time so, um, I guess they kind of tried to like shift that into like dimensional terms. So, yeah. like if one of you is alive in zone one planet earth and another one is alive in zone two planet earth then you can't cross over from one zone to another zone however if one of you has expired in one of these zones you could go from dimension one into dimension two and vice versa but if you're alive in both worlds then there's nothing you can do. You can only be a spectator. The Nazis dis- uh, display this by remember they were shoving like tram cars yeah. of like yeah. Jews in through this this like interdimensional portal they made, and like the ones that were alive in the other world, and they were mad of them alive in the other world because they hadn't all been exterminated yet. Yeah. But the ones that were alive, they were being like liquefied. Yeah, like it was some like Doctor Manhattan from Washington. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, basically, and then like one would come out covered in the go of all his friends, and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, success!" Yeah, they like, we're, we're making progress. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so would you say like uh, I was go- I wanted to step back for a minute about the whole like uh, if you exist in both worlds, I was saying it's basically time cop rules. The same matter can't yeah. can't. Uh, stay in the same place (laughs) but uh yeah anyway so he goes he ends uh, once uh the john smith in this other world uh uh dies he ends uh john smith from this uh from the nazi occupied world crosses over and spends time with his uh wife and and son and then uh, finds out his son wants to join the war to to ship off to vietnam and so he's trying to make make you should add one thing though um the john smith from world b was a traveling salesman oh yeah we should note we should note that about his character so in in world one he is the reich marshal he is basically the highest authority there is in north america and in world two where he goes back where the allies have won the war and his son is alive and healthy, not suffering from any kind of generic uh, genetic disease, yeah. wants to go off to Vietnam. That John Smith is a traveling salesman. He's the so top I traveling think, salesman. I think that he, yeah. <laughs> so he basically goes from being like one of the top three most powerful men in the world into a traveling salesman if you know he, he even says like oh so that's the road not traveled yeah <laughs> he, it's, it's, his, it's his credit he was the top salesman <laughs> so yeah he, he was like the top salesman in like the county yeah he was like fucking like bumblefuck county top salesman yeah. like instead like you know of being like basically the vice president of 
the world. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he ends up going over and, and spending time, finds out if someone's to join. So he, he's like, no, you, you can't do it. And, and, and inadvertently, um, like makes the dis- makes his son join because like he was like no you can't join I'm not gonna allow I'm not allowed and like as you know the teenage rebellion he was like no I'm joining and so he joins to go um, off in the war and so John Smith comes back and was like I'm not gonna let this this happen again like so we're we're I mean they'd already planned on invading you know all these different worlds and spreading the Reich over all all the worlds that they could but so I thought like he was gonna you know change it so when he like invaded or he was gonna grab his son and bring him in into this world and instead it was just like i don't know like he went full nazi at that point like i mean he was already full nazi but like he just went like instead of you know instead of doing this arc where you're you know, you're 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 starting to question things, and and you're gonna break down the system from the inside, which is I thought where it was gonna go, and 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 it didn't. It would have been a much better story if it did. And then it just he just he just becomes irredeemable. Like you you don't redeem that character at all. Yeah, the thing is though, you're really only talking about the very end of the entire series. Yeah, like the last few episodes of the final season and the thing is is that the fourth season makes absolutely no sense to the other three seasons yeah so i mean it's interesting like where they went in the fourth season yeah but um it 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 doesn't really have any much to do with it so like i want to like kind of talk about like the seasons that actually made sense because I don't know about you. I don't know if you've read about this. I have not. I didn't look into it. I was very disappointed with the final season of Man in the High Castle because, like I just said, it doesn't really make any sense coming from the other seasons. First off, in the very first few minutes of the uh, first episode of the fourth season, the Japanese trade minister, who is a man who has been an integral, an integral character to yeah. all. Yeah, three well, let's seasons. talk about him. For, He's not for... even seen. Yeah, he, he, you don't even see his face. Just He's pictures. killed off in the first <laughs> few minutes. Yeah, yeah, like pistol, like so that huge character is immediately removed yeah so we can talk about him for a second let's let's talk about the trade so the (laughs) trade minister like he's kind of like he's not a bad guy like i mean no he's not bad like he actually helps uh juliana crane out multiple times and like kind of teaches her how to travel without uh machines and stuff like that and like he um i think think he had traveled at, at one point and like gets to hang out with his wife who had died in in uh, in his world and stuff but yeah like yeah by the time you get to the fourth season uh it just like suddenly he gets gunned down and and you're like wait what you're just gonna take this character completely out and i thought maybe he like the actor had died or in something or real life and like i have no idea what happened in that, in that last season yeah no he 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 didn't die but one thing you, you should uh, discuss is very interesting we talked a lot about the nazis um and like uh what they did with third dominion over uh america but on the west coast the japanese the way the show shows america 
when it falls to Japanese is so interesting because um, the white, you know, uh, the white upper class now in the United States is basically the how do I say this without like sounding unsensitive? They are an inferior race of people. The Japanese see themselves as being far superior yeah. to the Caucasian round eye. And over there in the brothels, you have wealthy Japanese men and the dirty like Saigon whores you see in like Vietnamese movies like Stanley Kubrick like Full Metal Jacket yeah the Viet Cong whore you know sucky sucky me love you long time in this show the white women like you know women that would normally be like like, you know, high class in today's, you know, society, they were like in brothels and it was like the Japanese men. So like, you really have to see it like the Japanese did exactly what the Reich did. Um, minus the mass exterminations. They basically enslaved, like, you know, the uh, Caucasian class in America. And, you know, the Japanese were, like, you know, the far superior, uh, you know, people. I mean, uh, um, natural-born Americans, I'm not... They didn't have uh, any rights of um, election. I don't think they were allowed to vote or anything like that. So it's interesting to talk about how uh, America, how our classes were oppressed, either by the Reich or by the Japanese. Um, I thought that was something, like, really cool. And like you said, this the trade minister, he wasn't really one of those types of people. Uh, Juliana Crane's character, who was out dealing with that, like, she was struggling to get her footing in life because we were so oppressed by the Japanese uh the Japanese invaders. We were so oppressed by, like, you know, the Japanese occupying forces. And the trade minister didn't believe in any of that shit, yeah, did he? Yeah. I mean, he yeah. was like a cool guy who, you know, just wanted the best. He actually preferred the world in which Japan lost the war. Yeah. And I believe, like, the, uh, the, the I think it was like the princess or like the royal family and stuff, they, they were actually trying to get out of uh the united states because they were having problems over there themselves yeah. with with china and they were like we can't like maintain our front over here on the west coast and deal with this this side exactly. over here so exactly. they were trying to pull out and there exactly. was like uh shipment problems with like oil and gas as well like that which they they definitely talk about and touch on and then even in like the fourth season which I, there was an element I liked about it, but it seemed like it, they waited so long, like with the uh, the Black Rebellion and stuff like that. It seems like that's something they could have, they should have at least introduced in like second season, maybe midway through the second season. Yeah, there's something that came in in the fourth season that what were they called? Uh, the Black Communist Party. Yeah, the Black. That's a BCR. That's right. Yeah, or BC. Is that is that what? Something like that. Yeah. But it yeah, was, and, it was like I, I want to say it was like B, BCR. Something, yeah, it sounds like communist weird. rebellion, or I, I'm not sure. Yeah, but anyway, this did not exist. Like there was no, um, there was no real like African American uh, resistance presence. Like there were no, you know, there there was mentions like, of it. In, 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 
there were um, there were rebellious militia, and of that you had people of all races. Yeah. But this was a particular group that was um, African Americans, and they were communists, and they were rebelling, and they were only really about the advancement of you know black people, people of color, um, you know, getting up uh, out from under the rule of the Japanese oppression. Yeah. This organization did not exist in any other of the three previous seasons. It wasn't even mentioned. No, they definitely mention it because I remember the one, uh, the one black guy that's helping the main uh, rebels out. I think he was part of it, or they talked that they only there get were, very small there, hints. I'm but like it's did, basically not existent. Were there any scenes in the first three seasons? Were there any like scenes where like they even even like a brief scene where they like sat down and met with leaders of this black communist? No, party? there was just like, one guy where they just mentioned the BCR. Like that's just, it. Like, yeah. and it's B- like a side thing. BCR, yeah, like, yeah. I was with the BCR in Cleveland, or you know, yeah, yeah no. So yeah. yeah, so basically this faction that. All, all of a sudden made a huge presence. I mean, they were like, you know, they were one of the main stories of they were the face of the rebellion on the western side of the country yeah. in, you know, in fucking the fourth season. This group was not displayed to even the most marginal effect and, in any of the three previous seasons and in the fourth season all. it showed them like almost from the beginning all the way up to the, the part yeah. where japanese left in that short amount of time and like while i loved that story it was like that should have been spread out over two more seasons it's like why are you gonna wait till the last season to try to rush all this and cram this in there when you could introduce I, I them right in the second to do season. with like what happened yeah and that was all right, we talked about the uh, Japanese gentleman that played the trade master. He was a huge presence. He was a main character yeah. in the first three seasons. He was, you know, one of the main characters in this show. He was kind of like, um, sort of. Well, there was also a man called inspector kito and yeah. he was like the head of the military and uh, japanese secret police yeah so he was like the was hardcore the guy yeah. and uh this man named kito and they kind of they kind of like uh, i don't know they kind of beat the same they kind of beat to the same tune because they were both sort of the trade minister really had no interest in the position here in America. Yeah. Inspector Kido was doing his job. He was constantly talking about how he wanted to go back to Japan, how much he missed his fucking family. Yeah. You know, um, so they they had like a very like, you know, uh, just indifferent attitude towards it. Both of them were kind of leaning to like, you know, they're not really being much of a point to being here. Yeah. But so they were the face of the Japanese in the first three seasons. I mean, they bu- they definitely four, butted heads. He they definitely butted heads, uh, but they had mutual respect for each other, and they definitely had the same goal of going back. But like, they definitely had different ideas of of what they were doing. In like, where where the inspector was just like real hardcore against like stopping any like type of rebellion and like uh and being real against juliana crane the trade minister was like real for her and shit like helping her out and stuff like that so 
like he would like the the I felt like the inspector was like all about like you know like kind of like the Nazis like pure German he was like pure Japanese where like the the trade minister was almost more of like yeah I don't I, I don't care like the, these people really haven't done anything to me like I'm just a I'm just a trade guy I'm trying to go back to Japan like fuck all that shit do do you get the same yeah, do you get the same I, feeling I, I just think that I I think the trade minister was just done with conflict yeah yeah that's and it. like like you said um there was obviously like um a lot of like controversy and warring factions at the highest level in the Japanese political structure because you had the military branch of Japan thinking that having a position in the western United States was very good for their trade routes and oil and all that and it was it was very lucrative for them but then you had like the ruling monarchy you know the emperor and stuff like that and you had the Japanese people most of which just did not want a position in America yeah they just you know want like you know uh a good job oil to fucking heat their house and just a favorable economy they were not interested in like long-term like military occupation in another country you know what i mean Um, especially with the fucking nazis yeah but my point is is that like you know this was like the face of japan for the fucking first three seasons season four main character disappears yeah. killed off first, season first four, 10 minutes <laughs> we didn't talk about joe at all no we're, we're um, gonna, i thought we were gonna get to him when we went back when we went no. back to julian train yeah <laughs> talk about joe all right so what, <laughs> tell me what you know about joe so what i remember about joe <laughs> is uh juliana wait was was joe the uh, joe was the um kind of the nazi spy right yeah, that was, that was... there's a guy named Joe, and he um, is put into a position of espionage, yeah. um, basically where he is like a Nazi spy, and he goes out to that part of the country we call the neutral zone, and he basically uh, reports on the wheeling and dealings of people out there. Um, you know, he's just a spy. He's, you know, he's uh, a champion of espionage, and you later find out that Joe, his father, Joe is American, was actually born in a, well, I'm not going to get into all the fucking, like, I'd have to get yeah. so hardcore, so, like, <laughs> all the Joe titles and stuff, yeah. A, a, he was born in something called the labor's born it was something that the germans did where you know uh aryan men aryan women they would fuck they would have a kid and you know they were considered to be like the elite the chosen people like and joe happened to be one of them he did not know this as far as he knew he was born in the united states he knew his father was of german descent but he didn't know much more than that well it later learn you later find find out that Joe's father is a man who is responsible for the assassination of Adolf Hitler in an attempt to gain power over the entire Third Reich. And Joe and his father have been estranged. So in season one, yeah, Joe is just, you know, um, a spy. Just yeah. like you said. Yeah. And then in season two, he kind of realizes his importance as like, you know, a symbol to 
the German man in America when he realizes who his father is. And, well, I don't know, does he actually, he never really finds out what his father has had done. He didn't realize his dad killed Hitler. No, I he think he know. does, because uh, by the, what was it, the third season, um, when he's forced to, to kill his father to prove his loyalty to the to Himmler. So I, I'm pretty yeah, sure, because they um, get... What I'm he, saying is, up until episode, the final episode of the second season, up until that point, Joe didn't know that his father was responsible for assassinating Adolf. Oh, no, no, I don't think so at all. You know what I mean? And he also wasn't aware that his father had plans of greater uh, extermination, all throughout done, to um, basically start bombing Japan, nuclear annihilation, to start bombing more uh, targets global thermonuclearly in the United States as a way to use complete power. And, uh, yeah, so that is what was cooking for Joe. He doesn't know any. Yeah, he doesn't know until later on when he gets wrapped up in the, uh, when he gets wrapped up in the, like, they start blaming him as part of the uh, conspiracy and all. He's like, I don't know anything about this. But, yeah, we should also mention that uh, not only uh, was Japan trying to leave, uh, but um, there was that tension of is the Nazi... uh, Nazi American, Japanese America, are they about to like go to war as well to take well, that over? That was a major yeah. thing, like you said. That, well, that, another reason the Japanese did not want to abandon their position in America was that they thought it would make themselves look very weak to you know their uh, Nazi. Well, they were Axis powers, so yeah. they were comrades in yeah. the war. But they were afraid that it's going to make us look really fucking weak to the Germans, or to the Nazis, rather, yeah. um, if we, you know, abandon territory, which we have already won. So that that was another that was another thing. And Joe gets into a relationship with Juliana Crane. They have... a a flirtatious relationship that later turns romantic. Um, Joe, despite being a Nazi spy, uh, he has, um, I would say he has like, um, he doesn't really have Nazi sentiment. No, you know, it did he, seem like he, he, he was going to join. He seems like a nice guy, level head. Yeah. Um, the more he, the more time he spent with people in the neutral zone, the more sympathetic he sort of became to like ant anti-fascist and the anti-nazi causes um oh yeah i definitely while still holding loyalty you know yeah. what i mean like, i definitely think he might have ended up joining uh the rebel cause if he didn't get called back to germany and and get caught up in that whole um, if he conspiracy. didn't have to execute his father and execute his father and, and yeah i think he might have yeah I think you he think he, he he might turn traitor and uh start working with uh american factions yeah yeah i think so or but, yeah but yeah, like uh, yeah that, but then he was like possible. but then like yeah when he gets wrapped up in that conspiracy and uh and tortured and forced to forced to shoot his father and like you know forced to really A commit blow was dealt because he gets kidnapped at one point now joe gets kidnapped and i'm trying to remember he gets kidnapped and i believe he's on a boat with all black guys 
were were they possibly part of the black communist they might have been yeah now that i think about it because do you remember a big thing for joe when his mind starts to really like he gets kidnapped and the nazis pay for his release because he is considered a high value nazi asset so during his his missions of espionage. Joe is captured, and I'm not sure. It might have just been on a boat with, um, you know, African American refugees or something. I can't remember. All it might the way have been back BCR. Yeah, it might have been. But it's possible, right? Yeah. It's possible. So but I'm they were so like, that, yeah, they were so yeah. like not there <laughs> that you kind of were just like, who are these people? Oh, there's some BCR, but there's like, yeah, whatever. We'll talk about it in like three seasons later. You know what I mean? But like, Joe was cool with them because Joe. Yeah. Was even saying, well, you know, you guys are kind of fucking terrorists. And then they're like, whoa, we're the fucking terrorists? Like, you're a fucking Nazi spy, dude. But talking to them, Joe kind of showed, like, you know what? I, I do understand your viewpoint. I, I get where you guys are coming from more and more every day. Yeah. I'm doubting the cause I'm fighting for. And when uh, the Nazis send the ransom money to get Joe free, well, the bags of money turn out to be bombed and they blow up the entire boat of everyone on board and Joe witnesses that yeah. and that kind of fucked Joe up in the head so yeah I think he was becoming pretty sympathetic to anti-Nazi causes right Definitely, I mean yeah. you would agree with that right Definitely. and I mean I even thought like when he later on in what was it the third or fourth season when he meets back up with uh juliana crane i thought he, he doesn't was... exist in the fourth season. oh yeah so yeah so the third season i really like the third season because uh, no one I did... exists anymore in the fourth season. i did watch the third season like right before the fourth season came out so the, they a little bit of it kind of blends together but uh yeah i really like the third season but yeah he uh he gets the he has the plans for the uh the base or whatever he's doing he, you know he's back to his spy shit this is after he killed his father and he meets up yeah, with Juliana after Crane. he killed his father he's back he um accepts his role as one of the uh labor's born elite um yeah. the group that i was telling you about, about that um were part of like the ss mission in the war uh himmler was a central figure every ss officer had to give birth to one healthy aryan child and they were to be the elite soldiers of the the new master race and uh joe yeah goes back to that organization after he kills his father and joe basically becomes like a soldier for the cause where he is actively part of the mission to go into other dimensions yes. and spy on those people in every dimension where the Nazis had not been victorious in the war. And they didn't really, in the third season, they talked about the Reich being in every dimension, but they didn't really specify their exact, like, Obviously, their intention was probably to conquer. Yeah, I think they were they just did. getting information and bringing it back, and yeah. that's all they kind of yes. talk about, and they didn't explore yeah, that more in the fourth season. Yeah. Again, yeah. <laughs> he's a, he was the master of espionage, and he was just spying. And, um, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. He was also conducting assassinations. Yes, that's right. In, in San Francisco, yes. 
brutal assassinations, cold-blooded, like, dead up, like, shoot you in front of your wife, point blank. So, yeah, he had become, after, I guess after having to kill his own father, he also became bloodthirsty and kind of insane. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't Uh, like he just, it wasn't like he was just forced to kill his father. He was tortured for a while, too, and, like, really broken down. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He was tortured for a while, but, um... He he was a broken man. The only thing that actually got him off was that he was ignorant of his father's indiscretions. And that he was ignorant that his father murdered Adolf Hitler. If if he had been complicit in that, his life would have been forfeit, I think. So yeah, then uh, I guess about the end of that season when he when he meets up with Juliana Crane and she uh, knows what he's kind of up to and she steals the plans for that base or whatever, and and, and uh, she, so yeah, she ends up like slitting his throat and killing him, and uh, <laughs> which yeah, is real yeah, brutal. Yeah. I love that. I love that scene. Uh, I thought that was a great. I thought that was a great scene because like she she can't really decide whether uh, if he's gone full blown Nazi or if he if she's if we he can turn and then once she realizes there's no coming back for him like <clears throat> or in, and her life is pretty much in danger, she takes him out. Uh, she and, believes that he has feelings for her that are stronger than his feelings for revenge and redemption uh of his role as a nazi agent yeah and she believes that he has feelings of love and intimacy for her that are greater something that will bring him out of like you know his mission of redemption or what have you you know make his father proud and it turns out that nah he actually was a little bit more geared towards uh staying with the reich yeah and uh yeah she found out that uh he was actually just using her to spy on her he never believed that her conversion because uh at one point uh juliana defects and becomes a citizen of the Reich. She defects from the neutral zone, from uh, San Francisco. Yeah. And she defects over. Well, yeah, Joe never, ever believed her defection. And he's actually been sent to um, spy on her and find out what the fuck's going on over there. And she subsequently kills him. However, people that watch this show know this. Those that die <laughs> in that show are never really dead, unless unless you unless it's the fourth season that's next, because then everyone that dies <laughs> is gone. Well, yeah, <laughs> isn't that what that chick says in it chapter two? Um, when like she says, you know what they say about dairy? No one that no, dies I... here actually dies, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no one dies I here. I was thinking either. about that because that's basically what you know the thing that i look at fucking man in the high castle like yeah. uh, you know like you could die like three four times in a season and be totally all right yeah because they'll just bring you from another world and that's where i thought yeah. it was going to be somebody from another yeah they they, they yeah, killed exactly them all the and that's where i was gonna go with in the yeah. third season after she kills joe juliana watches a video that doesn't make a lot of sense to her because joe is back He's in full Nazi SS uniform. He 
voice lips to her, and this is on a black and white eight millimeter film, and it looks like he's just coming from a portal. She's being led to a portal. He, she sees him full SS uniform, and he mouths to her very clearly, trust me. And then he shoots her, and then he shoots himself. Yeah. So anyone that saw season three would think that that is obviously, not just because it was in the fucking novels, but like that that is obviously going to be a big part of the final season. Joe's going to be back with Juliana. We're going to find out what the fuck actually happened in that video. But instead, Doc, what happened? Something happened because none of the actors were there anymore. Did they like change showrunners, I guess? I have no idea. They killed... They killed off fucking Joe. They killed off another guy whose character was also really fucking important, but we never talked about him. Yeah. Um, the fucking guy that gets burned really bad. Um, the oh, uh, Juliana's husband. Yeah, what was his name? Frank. 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 Like, Wasn't it Frank? Frank. Yeah. yeah. Um, we didn't even talk about. I just. I guess I found the other characters more compelling, but yeah, this is again yeah. like you're jumping from New York City under Nazi control to San Francisco was like the main. I mean, that's pretty much where what everything kind of um, revolved around San Francisco. Yeah, it was all San Francisco, New York, or uh, or um, or Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. 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 So, there was there yeah. was a little there was a small scene uh, at one point where Juliana had she had gotten captured at the bunker when they were trying to uh, blow it up and shut it down. She got captured and she jumps at, uh, at the end of season three into the new uh, world. So the season four kind of starts off with her in the new world for a little bit, but then she jumps back at at one point and she ends up in DC and you actually get to see some of the destruction of DC. Yeah, uh, yeah, you bit, do. I mean, so. but I mean in general you would say it's mostly everything those three cities. transpires it's New York City under the Reich, San Francisco under the Japanese um or the Empire. Yeah. And then the very brief scenes in uh, Colorado also it should be noted that in the show sort of just like a Stephen king novel there's a particular point that they have found on the war in the world where crazy shit like bermuda triangle type stuff is possible yes. it's the area where they're able to access other dimensions they're able to access other points and that is in the poconos on the New Jersey Pennsylvania border, yeah, I believe. That's right. Yeah, in the mountains. It's, yeah, it's like a cave, very similar to what we were discussing um, a cast or two ago when we were talking about dark. Yes. Remember yes. the cave that yeah. you know brings you back in time? The cave around dark. Well, yeah, yeah. that basically a dark s cave has been constructed in mad different worlds. All in the Poconos. Yeah, apparently. Like, yeah, somehow people just started finding the shit there. Just like, yo, the Poconos. And there are mad caves in mad different dimensions. Of course, in the first three seasons, they only talk about a couple different dimensions. Like, two, three different dimensions. Suddenly, in season four, 
it becomes exponential different dimensions, right? I think they it, show I, I, hundreds of different dimensions. I don't know if it was hundreds, but he definitely had like hundreds. the uh, the man in high castle who was the guy, uh, you know, like you said earlier, uh, releasing all the the videos to, to everyone. I'm not sure where he was getting them from. I think probably from these other worlds because he must. Uh, yeah. But he must have either known somebody. I don't know if he could travel there himself. But he was he was collecting these and then giving <laughs> he, them out. He knew a guy. He, he knew he knew, knew somebody. He knew, yeah. He was like, "Yo, man, I, I, I'll hit you up, yo. I got my man that slings. Yeah, <laughs> from another dimension. <laughs> but yeah, I got a guy. <laughs> he gets he gets uh, captured eventually by the Reich, and then the, the Reich are using him to help build. I mean, they have him and his wife, and they're kind of like, you know, you know, we won't torture or kill your wife if you help us build this thing so he kind of involuntarily has to help uh them with the with the project and stuff and like i know there was that one room with a bunch of different like uh like it was like a diorama or whatever a bunch of different balls and stuff but i don't know if it was hundreds i know it was like maybe like six or seven Dude, but they were, there were they were definitely hundreds of different dimensions he was definitely talking about it could be an an infinite amount of uh ones but Dude, that shit had like 30 family trees in it <laughs> like <laughs> it was it like <laughs> like a point that branched off into like a dozen different points another point that branched off yeah hundreds of different dimensions it should also be noted and this is a sidebar but we didn't really talk about frank and the keto um the one japanese guy we were talking about that is in charge of japanese police force on, oh the inspector you know, in yeah. america in san yeah. francisco he actually gasses Frank's whole family. Oh, yeah. Do you That's remember right. that? I, yeah. I was thinking back before we did this cast, and I was like, you know, I'm never going to remember all this stuff because, yeah. you know, it's I haven't seen the first season for four years. But I was thinking about how characters evolved in that show. Like, you know, and it, it was interesting because a lot of them – and all reverting back to their base nature. And I thought that was really interesting. And I was really looking forward to seeing where they were going to go with those characters in season four. However, they decided to just eliminate characters altogether. Yeah. Frank, him, and a friend who were major fucking factors in all the first three seasons they were completely eliminated um joe main character first three seasons completely eliminated the trade minister of japan main character in all three seasons completely eliminated and i don't mean like fucking like you know just go they were gone see what well, like, i there thought wasn't there was barely, there wasn't a mention of Joe in season four. No, no, there no. wasn't a fucking mention of Frank in season. Can you tell me one time no. they even mentioned Joe in season well, see, four? Well, uh, no, I was going to go back to Frank for a second. Um, like uh, the last we uh, saw Frank in what was it, season two? He had like kind of suicide bombed the Japanese. In season three, you see the end of Frank. He yeah, gets yeah, yeah. No, but I'm I'm saying uh, earlier. I thought the last time we saw Frank was when he was gonna suicide bomb. I didn't know he was still alive till they it showed him later on, and when he was in Does that. Does he bomb? What is it like? Um, is it the 
is it uh what building is it that oh, they bought? I don't remember. And, um, is it like the is it like the uh financial building that the Japanese use in San Francisco? It was like or a was government it a, I thought, building. I thought it was either uh, it was either a financial or it was like a, a government uh like it was like yeah, a government building a government or like a police building. station or, or something like that. It was um, a strategic target, yeah, and yeah. they took it out terrorist style, killed everybody. Yeah, and I thought he, I thought he had died in the blast, so I didn't even know he was alive till later on, until they like they you know, obviously they showed him and revealed it to everyone. So when, yeah, then like, and, and then they kill him off again <laughs> by decapitating him, and like he never really got to do much with his story, uh, even though he was supposed to be like a major player because they were building him up in season three to to be like. Yes, you're you're still alive. You're still important to this cause. This is what we need yeah, to. And yeah. nope, you're captured and captivated again. <laughs> it's like, all right, like <laughs> I don't no, know. I mean, you're, you're agreeing exactly with what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. It, it just did not. It simply did not make sense. The main thing is, is like, if you're hearing this and this sounds all interesting to you, check it out. It's a fucking great show. Yeah. And I know we're trashing it down. Yeah, it did not end the way I wanted to. I don't think it ended the way you wanted no, it to go. Yeah. Because it just didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I mean, you should still watch the four seasons. You should pissed. still, yeah, you should still watch it because I really love the uh, the part where the the BCR and the and the the rebels work together to take out um a lot of the high-ranking uh japanese officials at that uh at that auction place i thought that was i uh, thought that was a really good uh sequence how they set all that up though but i mean there were, yeah there's a lot of elements what i about like the slaughter of the entire reich high command oh that was fantastic at the end that's when i thought i was like oh shit this is where john smith's whole plan is to take out like like he made this deal with one of the other uh, guys and like like he was going to take out all they took out all these high-ranking generals in germany and then the guy's like all right i got i got europe uh usa is all yours you got car blanche you can do whatever the fuck you want i don't give a fuck so that's when i thought he was going to go back to america and be like all right yeah fuck this we're not doing this whole nazi shit we're bringing back uh american now and instead he goes full fucking nazi and decides to fucking bomb fucking san francisco and shit like that and the only reason like it got uh called off was because he ended up you know uh they had a raid on his uh his uh train or whatever that was going into the um the Poconos of the caverns and uh they they got him and he basically died and he died just in time that like his lower the his buddy who was you know only joined out of fear was like fuck this shit and like I'm not doing this uh no more and I'm canceling the bombs and like and that, and I was kind of like oh the his buddy who makes no appearance yeah until like the last the season two seasons. yeah none of his military <laughs> relationships are ever discussed in any of the three no. previous seasons now the, it's interesting I did I did like the coup d'état in yeah. berlin yeah and it was cool because it, he said one thing um john smith makes a pact with a young ambitious german general from yeah. berlin and they make a plan and it would appear that things aren't going to go well for john smith because j edgar hoover who obviously is still alive and well yes in uh you know this reality played play by uh william forsyth 
Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. He was he was fucking great. I thought I thought Forsyth was great. Very, very large. He was yeah. Got very large. Anyway, but um, basically, uh, there is a reference that the young German general says to John Smith that I noticed, and he talked about how the knives are going. How he should go back because the night is long and that he needs to sharpen his knives and that's a reference to the night of the long knives uh which historically is a night when hitler killed anyone that he thought could be a threat to him uh taking complete control of germany it was it was called the night of the long knives and he references that so i knew when i heard that i knew i was like all right so is does that mean it's going to be the night of the long knives for smith or does that mean it's going to be the night of the long knives and himmler's getting taken out i knew one of them was yeah. getting taken out and I knew it would be either John Smith and his whole family because Night of the Long Knives was like, you know, an epic event or it was going to be like Himmler and the high command. I just really didn't know which. Yeah, I really thought it could have gone either, way. either yeah. way. Yeah, it was a shit show. The fourth season made no sense. Yeah, so uh, yeah, at this point, out, at this need to go out. Yes. Yeah. At this point in the fourth season, uh, John John Smith and and J. Edgar Hoover's kind of investigated his whole family, and like, um, he believes that like his wife isn't part, doesn't want to be part of the Reich anymore, and is trying to like defect, and that looks bad on John but Smith. She is. So that's yeah, because she is yeah. Only the one daughter is like still like you know being uh, indoctrinated when the other one's like you know trying to be part like uh defect as well so like j edgar hoover's kind of like figured out all this and and gave it evidence it was going to go and it would have really and they would have killed john smith and his whole family if he didn't make that deal with that guy and and take out that whole reich master valence program Edgar Hoover. Yeah, I yep. thought that's again. I Very thought the, Jay Edgar of him. Yeah, yeah. Again, I thought that scene uh, was was uh, was fantastic as well. So I mean, there are elements of the four season I I liked. It was just like it definitely seemed kind of rushed, and there was elements that they just abandoned rushed. completely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then the I, I will say I will say this for as a season. If I'm gonna make one compliment about the fourth season, is I thought it was impressive what they were able to do out of nothing. Yeah. Since the first three seasons no longer mattered, <laughs> yeah. they had to come up with a completely new story, yeah. and they had to have other warring factions since. Most of the main characters from both the Japanese side and the, you know, American Reich side had suddenly disappeared from the show forever. So for them just building an original platform of new ideas, like a season like that has nothing to do with the other ones, I thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah, you so could you could almost watch you could almost watch just season four without having the any other season and be completely <laughs> fine. Be like, wow, this is a really good show. Like this this season. Oh, oh, this is the fourth season. Like, yeah, like yeah, so. <laughs> you you could almost do that. Thing, no. That means you need to do one or the other. So what would you tell people? Like, would you <laughs> tell people that they should watch just, just watch the four seasons, <laughs> or or should they watch just seasons one through three? 
I'm going to say seasons one through yeah, three. Yeah, definitely. Could, are you arguing for just season no, I'm four? No, I'm, I'm not arguing for it, but I'm just saying you could just be like, just watch that season without having seen the other one and not be completely lost. You'd be like, oh, okay, I know what's going no, on here. Yeah. You wouldn't be lost though. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or the, your best bet is to either just watch season four <laughs> or watch season three. one through three or... If it's been like mad long and you kind of forgot about the show and you've like, you know, your last season was season two or three, wherever you were at, like it doesn't matter. But like if you've kind of like mostly forgotten about the show and you're like, shit, I need to do a recap of the first three seasons so I remember what's going on with season four, my recommendation would be never to do that. Don't, yeah. Like if you've forgotten the first three seasons, do the opposite. Just go right. Yeah. Recap. Just go right into four. <laughs> just go right into season four, and your best bet would just be like you're like, oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember what the first three seasons were about, <laughs> but you know that was pretty good because that's the only way it stands up as a standalone. Yeah, because I had watched season three because I was like, oh, I haven't seen season three yet, but season four is about to come out, so I was like, all right, let me watch season three. And then see it right as I finished, like not even a week later, season four came out, and like I kind of wished yeah, I had watched season I three. Went wild if I were you, yeah. like you handled it cool. Like I would went wild. I would have been like, <laughs> what the fuck? I did. I did as soon as I killed the trade minister. I was like, what the fuck? Are you just gonna kill him off and not even show him? Like I was so confused about that for a while, and I was like, wait, I just finished watching this. When did this happen? I thought I had missed an episode, like, but yeah, I wish I had watched season three when it aired, because then by the time season four came, I would have forgotten about, like, most of what happened, and been like, oh, okay, like, so this is happening, this is cool, like, yeah, but then, let's talk about, like, since we pretty much, I mean, there was definitely other characters that we, that we didn't really, uh, get yeah, into. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could, I could go into depth, like, yeah, we, we yeah. missed out on a few other characters, a few characters that, like, um, started coming in during season two and made some appearances in season three. But other than Frank, who we kind of skimped out on, um, you know, I, I think we, we talked a bit we about, talked about all the main, of, all the main no, characters. There are definitely about, some other side yeah, characters. We're not going to like were... pull apart every single yeah, character yeah. and, there, you know, give like their own like dossier. But uh, there were some other interesting know. characters like the, uh, the, the antique collector in uh, America who was like, he yeah. got, he got, uh, not 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 a higher ranking, but a uh, higher position in society because the Japanese would come to him to collect all these American antiques that like no and longer exist. You get the parallel that is because see, yeah. for us right now, like after America won the war, and you know what I mean, after Japan surrendered. Americans became very big collector collectors of Japanese like art, like um Japanese like samurai swords. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely shit that people are obsessed with over here. You know, collectors of samurai memorabilia, stuff like that, weapons, whatever. Well, it's interesting because when the Japanese take over the West Coast. The Japanese businessmen and the Japanese diplomats, politicians, people of culture in on uh, in Japan, they start buying Native American memorabilia. Yeah. 
So it was kind of like a cool, like, yin and yang thing. Yeah, that yeah, they yeah. Did yeah, I saw that. Where, like, I liked you it. Had, they were like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. They were absolutely obsessed by Native American stuff and shit like that, yeah. just like we are with, you know, Kill Bill and crap like yeah. that. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that, that's why I liked, I, I kind of liked that character, but, uh, I mean, we don't really need to get real deep into him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he... Uh, but yeah, anyway, let, let's just, I want to talk about that, that fucking ending real quick. Uh, like, where they, <laughs> I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with Why? it. Because, just cause I, like, cause there John was something. John Smith shoots himself. No, no, no. And then it was like, the end. Not... And I really thought that was the best way. <laughs> yeah, they probably should have ended it there, yeah. but no, when they get to the tunnel, and it just turn and the thing and the thing just turns on and all those people walk through real nonchalantly. And Watch the very end of Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Avoid that scene from Man in the High Castle. Yeah. But no, just you had, like, you had said something. Like, why would I ever do that? You're just being stupid. Just watch that last season where the aliens come out of the ship in Close Encounters instead of that scene in the high castle no when i first saw it it didn't make any sense to me because i was like who are these people they're just coming over like it's no big fucking deal but then you had said something earlier when they you were talking about how the nazis were experimenting with people and just shoving them in there and some people would vanish over there and some people wouldn't now it makes sense because the those people they were back they were all the people that that didn't explode they were all the people that didn't explode and that's why when they walked through like when they were walking through it it was no big deal to them because they were already they'd already seen all that because that's where they were sent through so it was all those people so that were from that world returning all those people were totally aware what was going on over here and wherever they were in whatever dimension they all knew to be there at the poconos in the cave at that time i'm not saying day. like come back, i really no. gotta tell you that i i don't think that's the case no no i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying I don't know if like like they all knew how to be there or whatever because we didn't really see that that side of the world of when when this shit happened, but it makes sense that they the reason that they walk through all nonchalantly are is because they had already seen that world so they were already familiar with it so they were just re- it was just people returning to their original world. That's, no, no, I get, I get that's what, what you're I see saying. It now. I mean, I don't think that's what happened, but like, I do. Uh, no, I, mean, I understand what. Who you're else saying. would those people and be what you're then? Saying makes sense. Yeah, that's the only thing. Th- I just figured it was the very end. There was a massive argument between the directors, <laughs> the producers. And the actors all going on that was just like real raging when half the cast found out the other half of the cast <laughs> were gone and the entire series <laughs> had been rewritten. I figured there was like an actor uprising and there was just like everybody was just like trying to do shit in like one take. Like, that's it. You know, print. Fuck it. Fine. I'm not, yeah. you know what I mean? Like massive agent renegotiations, shit like that. Just constant internal strife yeah all right but i'm not i'm not talking about (laughs) not talking about behind the scenes though i just want to talk about like what makes sense in in the in the film is is they're not i said that it's because i think that when those people came they 
were saying like why are there people there and the guy's just like you know like i yeah. don't know man yeah. like well, my idea was to have fucking smith off himself and that came true <laughs> everybody's pissed at everybody if you want to finish it bro you finish yeah. it <laughs> well i mean i heard that that scene was like i had read that that scene is supposed to be open for interpretation or whatever and I, and yeah like what you're saying it's because they were like yeah because we had no idea but like the only thing that makes sense is that they had is that they had already been from that world and they were just returning to their own world like like in close encounters when they return there it's just people that that had been taken over the years and they're now just returning to earth you know what i mean that's that's what makes sense to me is that they were people that were already seen that tunnel and already seen everything going around so when they were walking back through they they were that's why it was kind of like no big deal for them because otherwise it does, if they were just random people from other worlds they would be like what the fuck is this you know what i mean i'm in another world the only reason it makes sense would be that they were returning back to their world now so they must have also had counter spies every one of those worlds had counter intelligence so that those I'm not trying listen I'm not trying to break down <laughs> the very second that because don't get me wrong the Nazis were not defeated everything was business as usual one member of the Nazi fucking high command just for fucking North America the rest of the, uh, the fucking Nazi command in Europe has been already set back in stone now the Berlin general brought his own people in. Everything's fucking business as usual. One of the heads of states got taken out. That's all that happened. Listen, I'm, those people to come on. back, even if they were coming back, what were they coming back to? The Nazis were still in full power. Listen, listen. One other dude called <laughs> off some bombers. Like it's be like it would be like yo, know, like yo, Doc, man. Uh, so back on in our dimension like the so, dude just told me like next week if we go down by the portal <laughs> 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 yeah. so you know you know how you're in this new world where uh the allies won and uh you, everything's really great in this world well uh well back home um the <laughs> they killed the off like the nazis are still, still in charge power. but uh but the portal's gonna open and it's Worse fine you ever, actually yeah the, the, the portals are open you can just walk right there i'm not i wasn't trying to like in say fact, <laughs> we just found out that the japanese have abandoned their position and the nazis are moving in balls deep so things are now significantly worse yeah. back in our listen i wasn't trying to uh, i wasn't trying to break down what their reasoning was or how they knew to go through at the time i was just trying to explain who those people were that's all i was trying to get to like i like i don't know what their reasoning was for coming back is like actually true no, we don't. We but that's the only—that's the only logical reason that, that they could be walking through there and not be in complete shock that they're just walked through a portal. Do you think that they had already just gone been through a portal or something like that? Like there was like a national Poconos Park, <laughs> like somewhere. And that's like the souvenir shop, and like people were just you know visiting the Pocono Mountains. They had gone skiing, and that area in other dimensions just happens to be like a very popular like souvenir shop. 
show it, it could have just been like people like just walking in so like it was horror on the other side because some people that were walking through their portal were getting turned in the fucking strawberry factory <laughs> so yeah. you know what i mean like, yeah is that everybody just knew you think I like did, you I know don't. they were just like yo if you're dead i don't know <laughs> like you know what? i mean maybe the people because... who had gotten sent over you know went and like either got captured by whatever government that that you know was charged or went to officials and be like yo there's a portal over here nazis are just sending a, a fucking random people through some of us are making it you guys should probably check this shit out <laughs> <laughs> like maybe you think that's what, like, maybe there was people from those other dimensions in that dimension that were were also spies i mean we don't know because they never covered that like this this show so should have like gone guy, on yeah, but I'm saying, for like a few a more seasons had like a family a guy from this world had a family over there and he was like yo i want to go i want you and i want our kids to go back to my world and start fighting to make it a better place and like they went and like when he walked through the portal his wife and kid just weren't with me it's like what the fuck and to onlookers <laughs> over there they just watched his wife and children <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would have exploded um, it would have made more sense at the end if like uh, like the u.s army were coming through that portal to help fight against these nazis that would have made a better ending but like i'm just assuming i don't know what the the uh breakdown of how they all knew to walk in at the same time or anything like that i'm not trying to i wasn't trying to get into that i was just saying that like you're the saying that's the only thing you can think of that the makes only sense. thing that i can think of that makes sense is that the, those people that were coming through the portal were from that world and that they were returning through that's why they weren't like in shock of what they were walking through because they already knew about the portal and that's why none of them liquidated or whatever you know what i mean that's the only that's the only reason <laughs> I come up with. liquidated and <laughs> yeah. got liquefied yeah whatever yeah I'll, I'll, I'll hand it to you kev that is actually like a possible thing yeah. and you know if they let on that that was the way that they were going then you know so be it. I, I i accept that i think that chances yeah. are more that like you know we're just like overthinking it and in truth like the director just fucking tossed it at the last second oh, it's just like well yeah we'll let we'll, we'll let the fans uh come up with we'll let the fans come up with their theories of what happened yeah, exactly yeah. like we don't really have this thought out like, yeah. we're just trying to get this shit over like man. we could have we could have gone another two seasons and uh and amazon we decided had to get that this is like half it. of our actors off payroll for yeah. this thing to be able to happen so we're just trying <laughs> they were like amazon decided to uh spend uh all their money on uh buying the lord of the rings right so we need to end this yeah. season uh <laughs> in season four <laughs> yeah. instead of season like, six i also think you. that i don't think i don't know i mean they don't release the numbers so i don't know how popular the show is and maybe it wasn't as popular as they wanted it to be so that could have been the the reason behind like hey let's get another season now and we'll just try to wrap everything up then. I would just cut it after season three. I mean, Amazon, like Amazon, Netflix, their business model shows that they are not afraid to just admit defeat. 
like they will just suddenly cut a show. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've seen it happen. They will do crazy things like with Goliath, where they go from a courtroom drama into a sci-fi horror. <laughs> I've seen Amazon do this. They don't give a fuck. Like they will just drop a show. I don't know why they didn't do that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like maybe that would have been better. Hulu. Sell it to Hulu, sell it to Netflix. Yeah. Netflix green lights everything, so yeah. you know what I mean? You could have like actually been able to increase your budget and have hired back those actors. Um but I mean I, Amazon I did know. save uh, the expanse from sci fi and they just dropped their fourth season recently and I'm really like I haven't got a chance to sit down and watch it yet, but I think the Expanse is a show you should check out. It's it's. One I already of the best... looked it up. I already looked it up. Yeah, one of the best... I plan to check it out. One of the best sci-fi series in uh, probably since Battlestar Galactica. So. Oh wow, with Trisha Heifer. Yeah. Trisha Heifer one, right? Yes. Not yes. No, not yeah. not the original. No. I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm just saying I can't think of many really great sci-fi series since then. So. I think this is this is definitely up there. I mean, there's been some that have been like okay and like some in between ones, but like this is yeah. This Ca- is Caprica I... left a little something to be uh, desired, I guess. I thought I thought uh, Blood and Chrome was a little bit better, but yeah, neither of them really went anywhere, and they kind of both weren't Battlestar. So, but anyway, uh, I guess that uh, wraps it up for uh, Man High Castle. It does need- it's on uh, Amazon right now, all four seasons, if you want to check it out. Um, I don't think we mentioned that the, the it was based on a book by Philip K. Dick. I don't think we mentioned that at all. We did not. But, we uh, I mentioned that it was the work of literature, but yeah, I didn't but, mention I didn't go into it at uh, all. He is a big sci-fi writer, and a lot of his work gets adapted, so you probably re- would recognize the name. Uh, either yeah either read the book watch the first three seasons and then wait like watch the fourth season or only watch the fourth season if you've forgotten the first three seasons do not look at a recap don't think oh i'll just go back and binge fuck that just watch the fourth season (laughs) binge the first three wait like two years and then watch the fourth season three years (laughs) give it a good three years three three seasons gets three years you need three years to uh, forget (laughs) that's what what you want you want to put as much fucking turmoil into your brain like if you're fucking like you know if you've had like a bad run and you've been like a fucking raging alcoholic or drug addict for like a couple years and like your brain is mush then just rip dude don't try to get better just plow through it all right all right well uh thanks for joining me and uh hit us up on uh the facebook group uh facebook.com slash uh fright central or is it groups fright central i don't know uh i don't know i don't l- have facebook l- like like this on uh the apple podcast and uh yeah and uh we'll uh hear you'll hear from us uh next time all right truth